Welcome to episode 133 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at so, so many places. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, of course, which is your main source for everything about TDR in English. You can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at TDR Explorer, on Facebook at facebook.com slash TDR Explorer, on Pinterest, and of course on YouTube. So all those places and maybe more. I'm not sure. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram under at Dream Sweets Love. And the ever busy and and someone who has like a really really cool thing coming up chris what's up oh my goodness yes (laughs) i'm one of your hosts chris chief content editor for tdr explorer and besides the one eating all the seasonal offerings at tokyo disney i'm also going to be eating all the seasonal offerings at hong kong and shanghai oh my gosh very soon very soon it's craziness I'm really excited, actually. You're going to have, like, the most busiest... How long is it? Like, a week and a half? Two weeks. Two weeks! Oh, my God! Yes. Yeah, so we're doing a two-week trip to all the Disney parks in Asia. So we're starting in Hong Kong. Uh, we actually leave tomorrow. So by the time this podcast comes out, uh, the trip would be will be over because we're recording all these in advance. So we don't have to record while I'm away. <sighs> But we're starting in Hong Kong first, and then we're going. We're spending um, half of the group is going to get there before, just mm. because everyone's coming from different parts of America. Uh, so some people are arriving a little bit early, so they're going to like a half day at Hong Kong Disneyland. Right. But we're spending a full day the very next day at Hong Kong Disneyland, and then the next day we're doing a full day in the city. Wow! So that's going to be a lot of fun. And we're staying at the Disney Explorers Lodge. And then after that, we're going up to Shanghai Disneyland, where most of the people are doing the transit visa. Okay. Uh, just to avoid that whole having to get your visa ahead of time and all this. So you can do the, a lot of them are doing the transit visa. I don't have to do it because I already, I have a nine-year visa or I have like nine years left on my Chinese visa. So I don't really have to worry about that. Um, I went through the pain of getting it. So I didn't don't have to do the transit stuff each and every time I go. Then we're coming back to Tokyo, and we're spending four days. Oh, wait. Did I say how long we're staying in Shanghai? Three days. Oh, my God. We're doing three days at Shanghai, but we're doing two in the park. Um, one is a travel day, so we kind of get there late afternoon, mm-hmm. and then we're just going to kind of hang around uh, the resort area, probably check out Disney Town. Then we're, like I said, we're going to coming back to Tokyo or coming to Tokyo, um, and we're spending four days at the resort. And then we're going to be doing a full touring day with um, a company called Maxion Planet, which we've mentioned before on the podcast, where he's going to take us around Tokyo and give us the highlights in one single day. So it's going to be a jam-packed trip. It's going to be insane, but it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I have to get up really early tomorrow morning, but that's okay. It's going to be fun. I'll, I'll just sleep on the train, on the plane, and on the taxi. Grab, grab <laughs> a few I, energy drinks. Yeah. Do everything I can to stay awake. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. 
And, and we're going to talk all about it when you get back, of course. Yes, we'll give a, I'll give a full report on that, how it went and everything. And uh, we may be doing it again next year. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll have more information on that later uh, once I get back. But let's really quickly talk about our Patreon. Yes. Thank you to everyone who has been contributing to us on Patreon. We really do appreciate it and can't thank you enough. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And this helps keep the show running. And as a reward for pledging a certain amount, we do have various rewards for pledging on Patreon. One of which is our $15 level, which gets you a bonus episode every single month. And you also get access to all our previous bonus episodes as well. And that really does help the show. So we really do appreciate it. And we do have rewards for other levels as well. You don't have to pledge a 15 if you don't want to. There's a $2 level and we have all these other levels. You can just go to patreon.com slash TDR now to check it all out. And if we reach our goal of $500, $500 a month, which we're working towards. We will do an extra 30-minute episode each and every month that will come out for everybody. So, yeah, make sure you go check it out. Patreon.com slash TDR now. So, oddly enough, it's raining today. It's raining really hard. Very fitting for the topic today. <laughs> it's Mother's Day. Happy belated uh, Mother's Day uh, to yes, happy anybody Mother's Day. listening. Uh, <laughs> and happy belated birthday to Mama Explorer. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday, yes. Barb. <laughs> her birthday is um, at the beginning of May. Cool. So it always like her birthday and then right after is Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she gets double the presents every year. Aww. She loves it. She loves it. I know she does. <laughs> <laughs> but... So we're going to talk about the rainy season today and how that affects the parks and all this fun stuff. But before we get into that, do you have anything to talk about in the parks? And not in the parks because the weather has not been um, super uh, great. Weird. But um, Lola's Cupcakes, the permanent shop is open at Xperia. There's a lot of new shops that are opening um, and they have. OK, so this is kind of cool. I don't think it's a permanent flavor. But it's going on right now, probably through summer. I'm not sure. But they have a, basically like a Dole Whip cupcake. What? Which is kind of cool. <laughs> so if you wow. want to try that, check it out. So they have like, um, it's it's um, Dole fruits. So they have like a Dole pineapple cupcake and a Dole uh, banana cupcake. But I guess like the Dole Whip-ish cupcake would be the pineapple, right? So... That's it's really cool. yummy. Yeah. <laughs> huh. um, so they, they do tend to sell out because um, it's a new shop. Uh, so if you want to try it out, you might want to go a little earlier in the day um, just in case. But yeah, it's in a tiny little shop. You know um, where the flower shop next to the pharmacy used to be? It's close to the bookstore. So if you're nearby the bookstore and you can't find it, um, just ask somebody where the cupcake shop is and they'll point you in the right direction. Ah. Uh, and another kind of new store this is more concerning um young people <laughs> i know my my son and his friends are going to be there a lot uh you know this where muy, muy mucho used to be yeah um well that's closed of course because it's in the alley of death um but they have a new uh purikura uh <laughs> like a location and it's okay. all pink and it's all photo booths that the kids take photos together with their friends. 
and they've got different props and all kind kinds of stuff. It's like really crazy looking. Um, so if you want to get the the Purikura experience, um, you might want to check that out as well. Um, preferably before school lets out because the kids are going to be all over that. And already the Purikura locations at Xperi have had insane lines. So, uh, but check it out. It's it's kind of really interesting and it's very very pink. That's fun. I like. When I was younger, I did Pikura all the time. Really? Pikura. Pikura. <laughs> when I was like 18 when I was here, yeah. <laughs> I did that all the time. I'm a bit older than 18 now, so not really my thing, but yeah. <laughs> I can't do it's it anymore, fun. but it is really fun. It's it's fun, and it's fun to see like what the kids come up with. And the kids have yeah. like the different machines that they like. They're like, my son's like, these machines suck because you only have a little bit of time to write messages and pictures and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, fine. <laughs> so they're, they're into it, so... You do you. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I didn't really do anything in the parks. Uh, oh, no, I lied. No, I went for my friend's birthday. It was his birthday. Oh, cool. So we were there just hanging out, and I met some other friends, other explorers in the park and stuff. It was good. It was very, very chill, very relaxed. Did you see on the news, this is not Disney-related, but it's theme park-related, and it's kind of related to like a past podcast that we had recently. So Fuji Q is getting rid of the day um, day price. Oh, what? I didn't hear that. I know. I know. Which would have been perfect for when we went because um, my entire family doesn't ride any of the rides. <laughs> so my um, Kai's grandmother and sister. So that's happening. And I think what they're going to do is they're going to increase the price of the, the tickets for the rides to make up oh, for it. So it's free to get in? Yeah, and that makes so much sense because I know a lot of people who don't go just because like half the family doesn't want to do roller coasters, right? So I think it's going to increase attendance there, which I don't know, maybe not a good thing because the lines are already kind of crazy, but um, it'll be good for for family members that kind of want to check it out, but they don't want to ride things. So that could be kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, actually, I think. Like, I don't see the lines getting longer for the attractions because you still have to pay for them regardless. Right? Yeah. I guess it'd just be more people that, like you said, wouldn't ride any of the rides anyway. And if you get them into the park, well, they're going to be spending money on food. For sure. Or, like, other things like that. So I guess that's probably a smart move on their part. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. So um, that's coming up. I don't know the dates. Um, we can probably check that out when, when more information is given out. I think it's fairly soon, though. It's very interesting. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like going back to like the old Disneyland model of like e-tickets in a way. Like it's not ah. completely because I guess they did have a day charge. But like, yeah, it's kind of like a similar model. You have to pay for the similar attractions. Model. Yeah, that's that'd be kind of cool to see how it plays out. For sure. For sure. Hmm. Oh, it's raining. Man, this rain. I can't deal with it. I'm like, there's like half of it is you get wet shoes. And if you don't have wet shoes, like you are walking on these wet tiles and you almost slip and kill yourself. Um, There's hard rain, there's soft rain, um, and you can't predict what it's going to be before you go out of the house. And it's just, it's the worst. My son loves it, though. He, He freaks out. He's like, Mom, it's raining. Yes. And I'm like, no. No, that's not good. And and um, so he lives for these days, but I cannot take it. What about you? Are you a rainy day kind of guy, Chris? 
not if I have to go somewhere. Right? If it's if we're indoors and I got a nice book and everything, it's cool. But no, no, not for going in transit or touring or any of that stuff, right? As soon as I have to go somewhere, no thanks. No, thank you. Um, but no. there's ways that you can deal with the rain, right? Yeah. So, like, it's kind of weird this year because norm- so normally the rainy season's in June, right? In the past. Yeah, it feels like we're getting it early this year. I feel like every, like, lately, like, the past, like, five years or so, right? Yeah, like, May has been really rainy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is not usually the case. It's usually pretty nice this time of year. Yeah, like, sometimes. Comfortable weather. But the weather has been like, really cold and rainy. It gets cold. It gets cold still in May. Like, that. That that's kind of, like, stayed the same. I feel like rainy season... Um, like, and I don't think the newscasters know how to predict it either because it's supposed to be June and it's been affecting, um, like the, the agriculture as well, like in the past few years. Um, and lately the, the rainy season is not like the rainy season in quotation marks of June is not so rainy anymore. We might get a couple of days, but it's been kind of dry these past few years. So yeah, cause I remember, I think it was 2014, maybe uh-huh. or 2015. I can't remember. But in June, it rained for two weeks straight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's suppo- that's what it's supposed to be. But now, yeah, I don't it's hard to predict because typically May is supposed to be like one of the best times to come visit because the weather is decent. But, but it's spring, though. Spring is never stable. No. So yeah, I guess you're kind of gambling a little bit, but rolling the dice. It's still not too bad because, like, what we had a really hard rainy day today, and we had like another semi-rainyish day the other day. But like, the weather um, has been fairly comfortable. Even the chilly days, if you have a jacket, it's not like winter weather, right? You just have to have like really versatile clothing and do the layering thing, which I can't do because I'm from a sunny climate where we don't have seasons. So I don't know how to do that. But if you know how to do that, you should be okay. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> so, yeah, today we're kind of revisiting rainy season um, just because uh, I know we, we've covered it in the past, but it's always good to remind people about it because it does suck if you're not prepared. Please come really prepared, does. you guys, seriously. because You need to be prepared for the rainy season. Otherwise, you're going to be miserable, and we don't want that. We definitely don't want that. Yeah. Um. So as we mentioned, it's usually June, but it's a little bit early this year. It has been for a little while, past few years. But yeah, May into June is usually the rainy season. Um, It's kind of unpredictable. It might rain for one day. It might rain for four days in a row. Really hard to tell. So it's best to be prepared. So what should you wear? That's probably like the biggest thing is clothing. Yeah. It's like the biggest, biggest thing. Um, For me personally, it's quick drying shoes. Yes, 100%. Bring something that will dry easily. Um, I've had to experiment a little bit with different shoes. Mm -hmm. And I finally found a pair that I can wear. They're they're almost like Crocs, but they're not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, they're, They're a little more stylish. And I can wear them without socks. And I prefer that. Yeah. Because no matter what you wear, unless you're wearing like full on boots, your feet are probably going to get wet eventually or like the water will soak through. Yeah. Um, And I don't like wearing full boots because I find them they're not very comfortable, especially if you're walking around all day. It could be. Yeah. Especially like if you're like if you're in the parks, it's one thing. But if you're like going around the city or climbing up like steps at shrines and stuff, 
it can be kind of tough. Yeah. So for me, um, I have, they're almost like, um, they're like high top sneakers kind of, but they're rubber. Oh, my son has some like that. He loves it. Yeah. And they look nice and they're comfortable and they're quick drying. And I have to wear them with socks, unfortunately, but my, and my socks like probably three quarters of the way through the day, they start getting wet if it's raining enough, Mm -hmm. but that's going to happen anyway. That's if you're out all day, right? Yeah. But at least my feet aren't soaked. Mm -hmm. Because they're fairly waterproof. Yeah. And I usually bring the, um, the sports socks. So the ones that are like, are breathable and they're light. Mm -hmm. So you don't like, Avoid cotton socks if you can, like yeah. the thick cotton ones, because that'll suck big time. Just get like, buy the sports socks, wear those, because those are usually quick drying. Yeah. And usually like odor proof and stuff too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for me, like that's the biggest thing is shoes. At, I get very grumpy if my feet are wet. I mean, it's it's for sure. That's like one of the first like comfort levels that once that's gone, your day sinks dramatically you know um yeah shoes for sure for for women um similar like similar style shoes like those kind of waterproof shoes are really good um like taking the place of of rain boots because if you're not making like short trips in the city like if you're out like on vacation rain boots like you said they're kind of bulky in, in for the most part um so they don't really work when you're on holiday but um those kind of shoes sandals maybe because it's getting close enough to that period in between spring and summer that we have some nice warm days um and sandals like you can dry off pretty quickly if it's really puddly though you can't do it that's no good um and i have like these um like coke sportif uh kind of shoes which are like like they dry out really quickly um which are pretty good and and similar you don't have to wear it with socks um so those are pretty good for rainy days too but i prefer like waterproof shoes like what you were saying yeah, it, it, they're just more comfortable, I find, overall. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, the ones I do have, I got them from Uniglo. So I don't, I don't know if the ones in the States have them, but um, they definitely do sell them in Japan. That's where I got them from. They're probably about $30, Yeah, which is not bad. So once you have that figured out, um, the next thing is um, deciding if you want a poncho or an umbrella or both. <laughs> yeah. Especially at, at Tokyo Disney Resort, which is on the bay. Um, yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't really have a choice uh, because of the wind here. Um, and we talked about this about the anniversary um, for that day. It was just it was just a nightmare storm weather. Not fun. Uh, the wind was very, very strong. I broke two umbrellas just first thing in the morning, like right, right after the park opened. And I had to switch to poncho. But even with a poncho that day... There was only uh, so much. There was only so dry you could keep. Um, so sometimes there's no good choices. But I feel like ponchos in general tend to be um, better for the wind days here. Although I don't like ponchos for the parks because you have to take it off before each attraction, which can be kind of annoying, and then you have to stuff it in a bag. And then pull it out again and then put it on again. So if it's not windy, I would prefer an umbrella. What about you? I'm the same way. Um, yeah. Like if you're going on attractions and stuff, yeah, it's really, it's irritating. Yeah. 
off, on, off, on, off, on. It just gets to be too much, like especially fold it if you're, up, and then if, after a while you stop folding, you're like, stuff it in the bag. <laughs> yeah, and then it gets even more cumbersome if you're with children, mm-hmm. too. So you're not only taking yours off, you're taking your children's off yes. and probably your husband's off as well. Pull <laughs> <laughs> um, off, go, go. <laughs> so um, I would say if you're, like, walking around outside a lot, not really going to attractions or something, then a poncho is pretty good. But if you're bouncing around from attraction to attraction, probably best to have an umbrella. That's much easier to manage. Um, but don't bring an expensive umbrella. Yeah. Don't buy one because you're probably going to break it. It's going to die. So don't do not do it. Don't put um, yourself through that torture. You can buy cheap plastic umbrellas from the convenience stores. They're like, um, I, I think convenience stores are a little more expensive, like maybe 4 or $5. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's almost a necessity. Well, it is a necessity. Um, for myself personally, I bought an umbrella from Uniglo. I buy a lot of things from Uniglo, mm-hmm. if you haven't noticed. Um, it's a small foldable umbrella that fits in like your, you know, in your bag and it's designed. So if it goes inside out, it doesn't break. Those are good. Those are really, so really good. I use that one a lot because inevitably it's your, your umbrella is going to go inside out. So it's. Mine doesn't break. It's gone inside out like a million times and it's still fine. Um, but the cheap umbrella, cheap plastic ones, the clear ones, as soon as that goes up, like it's dead up, it's done. Um, so a thing with those umbrellas that flip inside out, uh, great for adults, not so good for kids because kids, um, have you ever seen them playing with these? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They like to flip them out on purpose and then collect all the rain and then splash it everywhere. Um, so just a heads up, parents. Good for adults. Kids will find ways to drench you with them. <laughs> <laughs> As for ponchos, though, um, definitely get them from like the convenience store or Daiso or the 100 yen store. Because mm-hmm. um, you're, you're more, more than likely you're just going to throw them out when you're done anyway. So there's no point spending a lot of money on them. Uh, the parks do sell them. Uh, they sell cheap ones and cheap ones. I, I mean, they're like three or 400 yen. Um, and they're like the clear ones. I think there's a, like the clear plastic one, like the clear white one. Then there's a yellow one as well. Yeah. Um, and then there are the Mickey and Minnie ones that are much nicer, uh, but they do cost a little bit more. I think like what 900 yen 1500 yen something ridiculous like something that like that i like it i like the mickey and mini one i feel like we're gonna be at the parks anyway um yeah you know it's 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 a good souvenir and then you can if it says to i think it says tokyo disney resort on it too you can wear it back yeah. home like especially if yeah. you live in um like not california because it's not not so much rain there but like uh well disney world for sure you're gonna get <laughs> a torrential rain days so you can use it there which would be kind of cool um, yeah, it's, it's it's worth the investment if you if you plan on using it again. It's definitely worth the investment. And they do have rain boots um, at the park for kids as well in the stores. So if if the kids do end up needing other shoes, um, you can get some rain boots at the parks too. Yeah, and those are at most of the stores. Like usually when the when they know it's rainy out, most of the stores will have something. Yeah, they they bring it all out. So it's it's really easy to find. Don't worry. Yeah, and you can also find gear at Xperi as well, the downtown Disney of TDR. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to pay a little bit more for some nicer stuff, you can. It depends. Like for the kids, the rain boots come out way cheaper at Xperi. 
Oh, they do? Yeah. And they have like the, the little convenience store and stuff. So things come out, um, depending on where you shop, you can get some pretty good deals there. And they have a three coin shop now too. So cute little umbrellas and stuff like that there. Uh, oh, yeah. So um, for those that don't know, three coins means the 300 yen shop. So it's like a slightly higher end 100 yen store. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> they just call it three coins. So once you have your gear sorted, what happens at the parks exactly when it rains? Like, What goes on? <laughs> I mean, well, the good thing um, is that a lot of the attractions are still running. Yeah. Surprisingly, Dumbo still runs, which I can never get over. That's, I guess there's, it's just spinning. So I guess there's not much going, like, it's not like it's a roller coaster. People never look happy when they're riding it in the rain. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know why people do it. Really don't. But, uh, most of the rides will continue operating unless the like the wind is really bad yeah. and the rain is really heavy. Then they might start closing some of the outdoor attractions like Big Thunder Mountain. Um, do they close Splash Mountain? I Hard think it say. depends on the situation. I think the, yeah. the biggest factor besides wind is also if it's thunder and lightning. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll definitely do it. Right. They, they'll, they'll, they'll turn like everything outside is done. They'll shut it if down. If that starts happening. Yeah. Um, and then at Disney Sea, um, that would be Raging Spirits. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. They might close Journey just because the one part is outside, right? So it kind of depends on the weather, like how heavy the rain is and stuff for that. Um, Aquatopia, I think, still runs. Yeah, again, and, and depending on like the thunder and lightning yeah. conditions, it should still run. Yeah, but. Yeah, you'll just get really wet if you're not uh, wearing a poncho because you can't use an umbrella on the attraction. You can't. That's right. So keep that in mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, pretty much everything else, like attraction wise, is fine because most stuff is indoors. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, some I guess some of the attractions in uh, Mermaid Lagoon that are outside, those may close. Uh, There's the Scuttles Coaster, Scuttles, whatever it's called. The little roller coaster. Cuddles little spinny thing. Yeah, that thing. And the, the flounder called. flounder fish coaster. Yeah, that. I don't know the names. Hmm. They're terrible. And then uh, as for shows and stuff, um, indoor shows, yeah, they're fine. N- nothing to worry about there. Anything that's outside, again, it kind of depends um for the parades so like the daytime parade like dreaming up Mm -hmm. or one of the seasonal parades they will have a rainy day version and usually that means there's still the floats but there's no dancers and the characters will be in like rain gear like clear rain gear so you can still see their costumes um but if the if the wind is too heavy or the rain is really heavy or thunder and lightning then the show will just be canceled but if it's just raining they'll they'll still do the show right so should be fine should be fine um but for electrical parade if it's raining it's canceled completely right right um obviously because there's millions of sparkling lights not much you can do with that in the (laughs) rain (laughs) can't cover that up um but they will do the nightfall glow parade 
Which is um, lovely. It's really cute. So don't be too bummed if you can't see Electrical Parade. Like, like yeah, it, it's a fantastic parade and one of their best shows. But you'll get to see a show that is kind of, I want to say it's, a, like, it's not rare to see it, but you don't get to see it all that often. Mm-hmm. So consider it, like, a, a nice little treat. Um, it's a cute little uh, nighttime parade. Very short, like five minutes. Um, but it's all unique floats and costumes, and you only see that stuff in that parade. It's nowhere else. Right, and it's it's really gorgeous. Yeah, especially with the the sparkling lights and like all the um, the um, uh, reflection mm-hmm. off off the parade route and everything. It's really gorgeous. Um, and so that's at Disneyland. If you go over to Disney Sea in the harbor, the harbor shows. Um, their rainy day versions is just the characters on the the barges and they just kind of zip around in the Mediterranean Harbor in their rain gear and wave a little bit and then go away. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much all they do. Um, Fantasmic kind of depends. Yeah. Like, I feel like they have like different levels of how much they alter the show for that. Mm -hmm. Cause there's just so much going on with the show. So it kind of, it just depends on how heavy the rain is and all that stuff. Um, but for like other outdoor entertainment, like the bands and stuff, um, they probably won't come out. Right. Cause it's um, a hazard for, for performers. Um, they can slip and hurt themselves. So, uh, it's not, it's not, it's a safety issue. So any, any kind of stage things where people are dancing or something like that. Yeah. That will all be canceled. Right. Unfortunately. But for character greetings, um, in the world bizarre at Tokyo Disneyland, that's where all the characters will go and they kind of draw people into the world bazaar to do character greetings. So that, you know, there's just like random characters. You don't really know which ones are going to be. They're just going to be randomly out, out and about. So that's really nice. That's really um, cool. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of like a fun atmosphere. You can escape the rain and play around with some fun characters. So, and then uh, depending on how bad the rain is, um, Mickey and Minnie, come out in special rain gear yes like like little special rain gear outfits and they only do this on rainy days and they do it in um at the entrance to tokyo disneyland so if it's raining too hard they probably won't come out but if you know if it's just raining it's usually pretty it's it's fine and they usually do that in the morning into the to the into the afternoon Mm -hmm. they just kind of alternate so if you get a chance to do that make sure you do because it's their their costumes are really cute and then there's also Daisy Duck um, over in Toontown. She also comes out in rain gear as well. That's like and one that, of my favorite things. It's so cute. I, I love that little detail that they do. Yeah. And I like that they do that. like special things because it, it, it sucks when you're on vacation and you find out, oh, no, the one day I'm going to be here, it's raining. But they do little things like that to kind of like lift your spirits like the rainy day version of the parade or the like the nightfall glow or Mickey and Minnie in special costumes that you can only see on that special day. So it still gives you like a really good feeling, which is so nice. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and yeah, so the rainy day outfits are only at Disneyland. They don't do anything at Disney Sea for that. Yeah. Um, but if they do character greetings, it's usually under the walkway. At Disney Sea, mm-hmm. like when you're walking to the Mediterranean Harbor, they'll do some character greetings there, but it's a smaller space, so there's usually not as many characters there. 
And again, it depends on how bad the weather is. Like if it's really windy, because that turns into a wind tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) If it's really windy. So if it's really windy, there's not going to be any characters out. But if it's just raining, that's where they kind of all congregate. Um, And then there's also characters in uh, Mermaid Lagoon. uh, Like Prince Eric and Max, I think the dog's name is. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then Goofy, Donald, Daisy, like they, they all show up down there. So that's pretty cool. Um, another thing with rainy days is the rainy day pin. Yeah. The special rainy day pin that they do at the carnival game. So at both Tokyo Disneyland in the Adventureland and at in the Arabian Coast, um, there's the little carnival games and you pay it 500 yen and you, they're like little carnival games. If you win, you get a plush a special plush that they change all the time. Or if you lose, you get to pin or you get to pick from a pin. Uh, They'll have a set of pins and the pins always change depending on the season. But on rainy days, they give out, you get to choose a rainy day pin if you like. Some people lose on purpose. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's really cute. And And it's, it's a really good deal. I mean, if you think about it, like if you win, you get a plush. If you lose, you still win because pins are usually a lot more expensive than 500 yen, which is like about $5-ish, you know? Yeah, they're usually 1,000 yen Yeah, if you buy at the store. So you're getting it. It's a pretty good deal. That's why the lines are always long Mm -hmm. for it. Um, The pin is, yeah, like you said, the pin's really cute. It's two little ghosts with a rainbow. And people always ask me, like, why are are the little ghosts? It doesn't make any sense. the like here in Japan, these little ghosts are hung outside, like on like on your balcony or whatever, during rainy day season, and it's supposed to ward the rainy day spirits away. Is what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to make it nice and sunny. Yeah. So that's where so that's where the little ghosts come from. Teruterubozu. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's yeah. Like if you have no idea what it is, it's really confusing because you kind of think is it's not Halloween. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's what that is. It's really cute, so make sure you go and check that out. Um So yeah, when it's raining, um depending like if if the rain is not too bad during the day, the crowds are usually like fine. Like they're not gonna be it's not gonna be super dead, but it's not gonna be super busy either. Um crowds are just kinda like normal. But once you get into the evening, if it's raining into the evening, that's when people just thin out completely. Yeah, people are done for the day. They give up. They're like, we're out of here. So that's kind yeah, of your so, chance, you know. Yeah, it's your chance to ride everything that's still open. So probably a good idea is if it, it, like, if it looks like it's going to rain all day, maybe go in the morning, do your thing, afternoon, maybe get some lunch, and then take a break. If you're staying on a resort, go back to the hotel, dry off, have a nap, chill out. And then come back late afternoon and stay right until closing because you'll be able to ride pretty much everything. Right. Like almost no wait. Yeah, because so many people leave. Like for myself, since I'm a local here, like if it's raining, by the time like six, seven o'clock rolls around, I'm done. I'm like, you know what? I'm going home. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm wet. I'm tired. I just want to go home and I have to like get on the train and train's going to be stuffy because it's been raining all day uh, and trains are going to be busy because everyone's trying to go home. So that's when I tend to leave. Yeah. So, and everybody else has the same idea. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So yeah, it's a, so that's a, that's a good thing 
when it's raining. It really thins out the crowds late in the in the evening. I like I remember when I would when like when I've been staying at the resort and it's been raining. We just like we were like riding Pooh's Honey Hunt over and over and over and over. We did probably like four times in a row. That's it's just walk awesome. on. You just walk right on. It's just go in, go out, go in, go out, go in, go out. <laughs> Super simple. So yeah, there's there's always a bright side to everything. Yeah, for sure. So you can make it work and you can have a good time no matter what. Like we always say that. Like yes, there's crowded days. Yes. Um, lines can be insane and, 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 you know, but whatever, you know what, you're either way, if you go in with like a a positive outlook, you'll have a good time and you'll have good memories. Like even, even good memory, like even suffering, you'll have good memories you can laugh about later. Like, oh my God, remember it was such a nightmare, but we had so much fun. So don't, (laughs) don't stress too much about it. That's true. Don't stress. It's all good. (laughs) Um, so what do you do if it's raining? Like what what should you do instead? I don't go to the parks when it's raining. Unless my <laughs> well, family you're... forces me to. <laughs> well, hypothetically if you're there. Um if I if I have to go during a rainy day, um I I try like if I'm going with family, I try to have like a set like schedule things that we want to do, you know, like kind of get the busy attractions out of the way so that we can, again, like you said, go home early, Um, especially if if there's kids there. I try to keep people indoors as much as possible so we can find little breaks at restaurants just to dry off periodically during the day um, or go shopping. Um, The Penny Arcade is one of our go-tos, especially if we have kids, but even with adults, it's so fun. And you can, you can spend like a good hour and a half there playing games and like just chilling out. Um, If you're under the roof at Disneyland, the band comes out, you know, um, you you got characters. So there's like a bunch of things that you can do undercover in Mermaid Lagoon. Mermaid Lagoon all day. <laughs> Always Mermaid Lagoon. Always Mermaid Lagoon. And also hanging out at the hotels. Hotels are great. I love doing tea time at the hotels. Um, when we when we go on rainy days and we go with family, usually they want to spend all day at the park. So we don't usually get a chance to do that. But if I had the option, I totally, totally would. Um, and the lines are, it's not so bad because everybody's in the parks because that's what people come to Disney for. So hotels are great. Xperia is great. Yeah, like if you're staying at the hotels, um, like like I mentioned earlier, if you're you know taking a break in the afternoon, you can you know have a nap or just chill out at the hotel. Go go to one of the the lounges or something, or maybe um, if you can, maybe get a reservation for one of the buffets mm-hmm. and just kind of chill out there. Um, there's yeah plenty of places to stay inside and keep dry, so you don't have to be outside the entire time. Because, you know, being soaking wet the entire time is just not fun. It gets a little old after a while. <laughs> I feel like Disneyland is infinitely easier in the rain than Disney Sea. Yeah. Disney Sea is very open. Yeah. So there's a lot of room for wind. Mm-hmm. Whereas Disneyland is more, it feels like it's lower, but it's really not. But like everything's kind of enclosed a little bit more. There's a lot more attractions that are like, that they take in a lot of capacity so when you walk in you're inside for a while like the queues are more indoors and like things are more covered in general at disneyland yeah that's true okay so let's say you're not at the parks like you're in in tokyo or 
you know, Osaka, Kyoto or whatever, and it's raining, obviously you don't want to just sit at your hotel all day if you're uh, touring around. So what are some things to like, I guess maybe to do in Tokyo on a rainy day? Um, you could do like a hot dog bus to tour. Ooh. Right. And that's covered. You're moving around, seeing stuff. <laughs> in the rain. Yep. Um, I would, um, I like to go to a museum when it's a rainy day and I'm, and I'm on vacation because uh, you can spend hours in there. Or go to a big mall. Or go shopping. Well. Shopping's always good. That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, one good thing, well, I, sorry, I guess uh, one good mall that's near Tokyo Disney Resort is Diver City, which we've mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, that's in Odaiba. Uh, so that's a big shopping area. There's like three malls right in the area. There's a lot of so malls. You can just kind of, you can just kind of mall hop if you like. Tons to do, tons to shop, tons to eat. You can do that. And um, um, Dex there has like a, like these themed floors. There's like a like a what is it like Showa themed floor with like um like old Japanese nostalgia things and like a haunted house and everything which is kind of cool. Oh yeah 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 that um is that Aqua City? I think it's Dex. It could be Aqua City. I'm not sure. They all have Aqua or something ocean related in the name. Something weird, yeah. And there's also the uh, I believe the science museums over there as well. Maybe the, or natural science. No. Space, no, science. I don't know. It's one of the museums. There's a big museum there. Um, the Mirai Todai Museum, I think. Oh, I'm not sure. I think that might be a little further off. Mm. Well, the, well the, yeah, there is a there is a museum in Odaiba. Um, I've been there a couple of times. Um, I think it has to do with like astrology and stuff because they have like a big, there's like a planetarium type thing in there as well right 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 um but they they always have they're they're always rotating there's always have like some exhibit like one year a few years ago they had like the art of disney there um at one point and they've done a pokemon themed thing as well which was like science related um so yeah just just google daiba museum and you'll 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 see it there it'll pop up that's always good to do, especially if you have kids. Yeah. Keeps them busy. Keeps them busy. There's a, le- there's a lot of um, covered attractions in Odaiva, like Legoland and the Wax Museum. And um, what is the video game one? Joypolis. Joyopolis. Joyopolis. Yeah, that's a big, uh, yeah, big like indoor theme park for gaming. Um, and they have VR. And there's even a VR roller coaster in there, too, <laughs> which is really strange. But, yeah, there you go. Um but if you're like out, like further into Tokyo, um, there's actually a lot of underground walkways that connect like almost everything. Yes. Um, like at Tokyo Station, like you, if you don't want to, you don't really have to step outside. You can walk underground to all the different malls that are in the area. It's just walk underground. So you can go to the Kite building, which is just beside Tokyo Station. There's also the Marunouchi buildings which are different malls and they have like different restaurants and stuff like that so there's lots of ways to just stay underground Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's all it's all connected you can even go out to like the ginza area via the underground walkways yeah you just keep walking and walking and just keep following the signs you'll eventually get there and you know how you mentioned kite kite is a really great um building to do because it's the the old post and and the new post office building old and new post office building right um it was um a few years ago they they redid it 
And um, yeah. so you can see some of the old structure. You can see some of where like the old office was. They kind of kept it in, in the way it was originally. So you can see what that is like. And they also have um, a free museum, which is a collaboration between Tokyo University and the Japan Post Office. And it's fantastic. And it's, it's completely free. So uh, that's a good time killer. And you get to see a little history and do some shopping. Which is kind of cool. Maybe send a, a postcard to your family via the post office. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that's actually um, in that building, the Kite building. If you need to mail stuff home, like if you have a ton of merchandise or something that you want to mail home, uh, you can do it there because they have like boxes and all the stuff you need to like tape up the box and mm-hmm. send it. And they have English speaking staff to there too. Absolutely. So keep that in mind if you need to send stuff home. Because I know um, last I checked from the resort, they don't ship to the U.S. Yeah, how weird is that? That's so. But they'll ship. I think. I think they ship to the U.K. or something like that. Uh, but they don't ship to the U.S. I don't know why the cast member didn't couldn't tell me why. So it was really weird. But so keep that in mind um, if you're needing to ship stuff home. The Kite Building, right by Tokyo Station. There's a post office there. English speaking staff. And they have boxes and stuff. You can mail stuff home. Um, another good place that has underground walkways is Shinjuku. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Endless. You don't have to, like, you do not have to step outside if you don't want to. And you can get to all the big malls underground. Like, I do it all the time. I usually do it in the winter. Mm-hmm. Just when it's really cold outside, I just stay underground. That, like, that's what most people do. Um, you can go to the um, the big Bikuro building, which is the big camera and Uniglo in one building. Um, then there's all the, the fashion shopping malls and stuff. And you can even pretty much get all the way to Kabuki Cho, where the robot restaurant is. Oh, man. So, I, I mean, it's like the city center. It has everything. So you're set yeah, so it, for a day of exploring. Yeah, you can just stand your ground, which is, which is really cool. It's kind of weird to think about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you could definitely just you're almost like a mole <laughs> in a way sure you're just kind of like underground the whole time and it's really weird because you kind of you, you lose the sense of time because there's there's obviously no sunlight down there yeah yeah it's very it's very interesting and yeah tons of people do it as well like especially on rainy days a lot of people go underground and do that and there's signage everywhere like in english so um, you might get lost just because there's so many ways to go, but just follow the signage and you should be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all for like really places that have a lot of underground walkways. Everything else I can think of is mostly above ground. Yeah. Once you get out to like part. neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yeah. Like um, if you're going up to like Asakusa, that's all outdoors. There's like there's some underground tunnels, but that's just kind of connecting the the metro. Mm-hmm. Not there's nothing. There's not too much down there. Like there's some restaurants and stuff, but for the most part, everything's above ground. You know what's kind of um, cool below ground to do at um, Tokyo Station, the Character Street. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, the the awesome Character Street. It's good for all ages, you know, adults, kids. Yeah, they have they have Disney stuff. They have um, Ghibli stuff. Um, there's a Pokemon store center down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's tons of restaurants as well. So many restaurants, you guys. Um, and if you're into any type of like Japanese animation or characters, they have something down there. Hence the name Character Street. 
Um, there's usually Kit Kats down there. Like Kit Kat usually puts a pop-up store, or or is it the Chocolatory now? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't know. There's like Kit Kat chocolatories everywhere now. And, you know, speaking of Kit Kats, like one more thing that's underground is basement levels of department stores, which have oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. many snacks and foods and interesting things to eat. <laughs> that's always yeah, fun. Yeah, so, yeah, any department store, the basement floor is where all the snacks and food is. And especially like um, like Kit Kat stuff is usually down there. Like the one in uh, Shinjuku, the Taka Takamaya Taka. No, I can never remember this mall's name. It's a big mall, Takashimaya. Oh yeah, yes. That one. There's a that that's a huge mall. It's right beside Shinjuku Station, basement floor. That's where one of the chocolatories is. It's actually pretty easy to find. And there's also a Disney store in that one too in Shinjuku. Um, what are some things to be mindful of when it's raining? Mm, don't fall down. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't do that. Some some places it's not everywhere, but occasionally some areas of the city will have um, slippery bricks, and oh, many yeah. people are not as clumsy as me. I have had some incidents <laughs> where I I tend to fall down sometimes. So um, yeah, just watch your step there's a lot of stairs um there's some slick surfaces um so also when you're picking shoes keep that in mind as well i would say um yeah something that doesn't slip yeah something that's something slippery, with some grip yeah. you know um oh umbrellas a... mm-hmm. don't lose your umbrella hold it in your hand <laughs> keep those foldable umbrellas so it's in your bag or you will leave it on the train or on the bus or your mode of transportation We've all done mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've left so many umbrellas by mistake. All the time. It's the worst. Especially if you have a cute umbrella. It's the saddest I've done that feeling. a few times. I'm just, I just think, no. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and then I just think of like the effort it's going to take to get it back. Because like you can get it back if you want to go through the trouble. Maybe. Yeah. At some time. But most of the time, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll just buy another one. <laughs> it's not worth the pain. And, and speaking of transportation um, delays, yes, rain does delay the trains, so keep that in mind. And you think, oh, you know, like oh, the train is coming at pretty much the same time, but it's it's more packed than usual because people that wouldn't usually use the trains are using the trains, and there's people everywhere, and then the delays. I don't know, man. I I don't understand how it works, but yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy crowded. So yeah, I think like most people that would ride their bikes don't, so they end up using the train. That's gotta be it. It's it's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's weird, and then it's it gets humid, right? And then Ugh. it's just not. It's gross. So yeah, it's not too fun. But yeah, um, and if the rain is really bad, like really, like if the wind is really heavy mm-hmm. or strong, I should say, um, they may even suspend trains. Uh, you like, especially like leaving Disneyland, like Myhama Station. Kao Line is that does happen. It, it was notorious for it. It's it's still notorious for it. It's much better than it used to be when we first moved here, um, because they built these walls to kind of 
make a barrier um blocking the wind blocking the train from the wind but it's still a little weak for wind and it still does occasionally go down like the anniversary day was a good example of it the wind was so bad that the trains were stopped it's much more rare but it still does happen so just just in case if the wind is particularly strong be careful and they'll make announcements in the parks too if you're in the parks. so yeah so keep that in mind. Um, usually, like during rainy season, that's usually not that bad. No. It's usually typhoon season you have to worry about that, which is more in September, October. Yeah. So June, it really doesn't all that. Like it's usually not that bad. Usually, but like man, the anniversary day was like like an extreme exception. Yeah, too. that was weird. That was weird. That was like a typhoon day. Almost. It was crazy. It's like, what is this weather? What is going on with this? Ugh. But yeah, so rainy season, it's it has its ups and its downs, pros and cons, um, but it's not impossible to do. Just keep yourself dry, take breaks, listen to everything that we said, <laughs> <laughs> and definitely close out the park if you're staying on a resort, because most people won't. Most people are going to go home because they're fed up of being soaking wet all day. For sure. So moving on to our listener question, I get asked this a lot, like, how bad does it really rain in rainy season? And the answer is, it depends. It's supposed to be a light rain, a light, constant rain, but sometimes it's not. <laughs> yeah. But that that's what rainy season is famous, though, for. They call it like kirisame, like um, like a really light, misty rain. I I don't like that kind of rain. It bugs me. I hate it. That's like the worst. I was just talking to my husband about this. It's the worst rain because there's nothing you can do if you have an umbrella or anything because it's just no. Because it's just kind of it's floating. It's like floating rain. <laughs> yes, and it drifts into you no matter what. Yeah, because it's so light, right? If there's any wind, it just kind of like whoop goes like under your umbrella, rain to your face. Yes. Like, what is the point? <laughs> It's just like it's annoying rain. It's the, really the annoying. Most annoying. I'm like, if you're gonna rain, just rain, please. A hundred percent agree. <laughs> None of this like drizzling, misting stuff. It feels like someone's standing above me, like spritzing me. Yes, what are those little Disney misters? <laughs> oh, like the perfect way to 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 uh, describe it is, you know, when you're on Sinbad uh-huh. and there's like the mist of rain. Yes. It's like that, but constant exactly exactly it is annoying <laughs> it is so annoying i'd rather it just like if it's gonna rain just like pour just torrential downpour just do that and i'm okay with that <laughs> but like the mist stuff no, no. i just it, i get like i get angry it's, true. <laughs> it's so weird <laughs> i just get so angry with that i shouldn't but i do you're always such a happy guy that it's hard to picture you angry <laughs> I just, you do not want to hear the words I say when I'm riding my bike <laughs> in the rain. You do not want to hear me. <laughs> Definitely don't want to hear me. Uh, okay. Listener question. Uh, this is kind of a long one, um, but that's okay. This is from uh, Bill. Hey, Bill. Mr. Bill? Bill. I, I, I don't know Mr. the last Bill. name. <laughs> from From Bill. And... They say, hello, Chris and Patricia. I plan, um, I kind of shortened this a little bit. I plan to start the trip, or his, like, they're coming to Tokyo Disney. Plan to start our trip with two or three days in Tokyo, then off to Kyoto for three days, and then to Tokyo Disney Resort for seven days. 
Yay! I like the yay. <laughs> I really, I really want to experience all the details and atmosphere of the resort as well as all of the attractions and shows. I hope seven full days rope drop to close will be enough time. I'm looking to travel in May of 2019, right after Golden Week ends. My question, do you have any special advice for a solo explorer like me and my seven days in the parks or my plans for the entire trip of Japan? I include into all your tips and will use them when planning, but I wonder if there's any thoughts, advantages, disadvantages that may apply to my solo trip from your wealth of experience. Oh man, you've got an easy traveling solo. You don't have to like wait for people to catch up or do anything. You know, you're, you have your own pace. I think solo is one of the easiest ways to to tour yeah like if you're following our tips and you're solo like you're gonna like you're like easy mode you're golden you don't even need seven days but seven days is like the extra days will just be bonus yeah like you being solo you could probably do everything in three days if you're really vigilant mm-hmm. um so seven days like you're gonna have it easy you're gonna be able to do everything without any trouble um I'm guessing I don't know if you're staying at one of the Disney hotels but if you are um, definitely take advantage of the dining reservations, yeah. especially at the hotels. Like, just book all your dining reservations. Then you don't have to worry about all that kind of stuff. And it's much easier as a single person to get in mm-hmm. as well. So you should be fine in that regards. You've got single rider. Um, That's a good option for attractions. You have a single rider. You don't have to worry about your party because you don't have one. <laughs> it's just you. So you can just split up with everybody. It's really easy. For um, it really is. And then for parade or show viewing, um, like, and this is something I've done in the past. You could walk up very, very close to the parade or show start time, and there's um, probably gaps in between the people standing, and you can just slip in. Ask, ask first. Oh, hey, is this? Um, is this? Can I stand here? And they'll probably say yes because just when people stand up, uh, gaps tend to open up, and you can just slip in there, and you can probably get a really good spot or a seating area. If you notice, there's an empty seating area. The cast actually tries to um, to fill it, but sometimes people just never end up moving up. So you might get a pretty good spot if you're just by yourself. Yeah, it's definitely easier. You can just kind of slip in there, and you're good. Yeah. So seven days—that's a lot. Yeah, you're gonna be able to do everything. I think. And then the second part of their question, Bill's question is also, uh, this is, this is directed to me. Uh, Chris, what do you think of the Canadian or the Canada pavilion in Epcot? It's one of my personal faves. I am from Philadelphia, PA in the States, but I've been to Toronto, Vancouver, and St. John's. What an amazing place. And I love Canada, especially love the Epcot Canadian pavilion at sunset. I wonder what a true Canadian thinks of it. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I haven't been in so long though. Like I think the last time I was there was 2011. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I don't really remember much. I don't like I don't remember much of Epcot. I need I need to go back. Is there a totem pole in there? There is, there are. Um I remember eating at Le Cellier. I remember doing that and they had a weird version of their poutine, which I thought was weird. I didn't care for it. Oh no. <laughs> but the steak was good. The steak was delicious. I remember that much. Did you like the movie? <laughs> it has Martin Short in it, of course it did. <laughs> The movie was good. It was kitschy. I like that. Yeah. Martin Short is one of you know Canada's gems. Right. He really is. Um, yeah, I have nothing bad to say about it. <laughs> I don't. Um, it's just the outfits. Okay, I, I remember the outfits are very stereotyped. I mean, the, basically um, World Showcase, all the outfits are kind of... Yeah, yeah, so when I see that, I'm just, I think to myself... 
people don't wear that. Nobody wears that. <laughs> Not even the RCMP wear that kind of stuff. So it's it's, it's very stereotyped. But yeah, you're right. Like all the other um, pavilions too, they're kind of you know wearing what people think or like you know what comes from those countries. So yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I remember asking like a lot of the cast members like you know where they're from in Canada because of course um, they hire cast members from that country. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always fun. Always fun to do. It's all it's. it's I can use like when I talk to someone without looking at their name tag, I can kind of I can usually guess where they're from just by their accent because Canada has different accents, just like the U.S. Right, right. So I can tell I can usually tell where people are from most of the time. That's one of the, my favorite things to do <laughs> is that. Um, and then Bill closes his questions off with thanks so much for all your hard work and cuteness you guys your podcast website and social media presence is what pushed me to make my big dream of visiting tokyo disney come true warm magical wishes bill oh bill so thank you thank you so much for that bill you're gonna have an amazing time and and just like we said earlier come have fun if a challenge pops up um you know it, it makes it more memorable i think and and you're just gonna have an amazing time. And if you have time to meet, hit us up. Maybe maybe we have free time. So seven days, probably. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do it all. Yeah, pretty much all. Everything. And you know, unless unless there's like a big refurbishment of some sort. Yeah. Uh, so just keep an eye out, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. So if you have any questions or anything for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. Oh, and we didn't do our park tip yet. We forgot about that. Oh. Um, if you're staying at one of the Disney hotels, so I'm, I don't know if they have them at all of them, but de- they definitely have it at the Miracosta. You can ask for a shoe dryer. Yes. Um, I did that last year when it was rainy season. Like a, I stayed there for my birthday and my shoes were soaked, mm-hmm. absolutely soaked. And I asked for a shoe dryer. I don't know who told me about this. I just, I, I just asked and they said, okay. And they took it up to the room and you you know, you just plug it into the wall, put your shoes on it, and it dries it probably within an hour. Your shoes are nice and dry and toasty. That's amazing. Yeah, especially if you're staying at one of the Disney hotels, you're paying a premium. So take advantage of that. Shoe dryer, shoe heater, shoe dryer, whatever you want to call it. I just called it a shoe dryer and um, the cast understood what I wanted. I have no idea what to call it in Japanese. I don't know either. I want to buy one like before we get like super, super into rainy season. Yeah, it comes in handy. Yeah definitely does all right so before we go we'd like to give a nice shout out to all to uh some of our patreon subscribers all right so big shout out to bryson michael timothy carrie lewis lee benjamin sophie and mama explorer again happy happy belated birthday mom and of course holly and marie leanne kathy jp jane angela darren alex Claudia, Akros Disney Girl, Clarie, Sarah, Amy, David, and Disney It Girl. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much. Yeah, thank you, and you do help keep the show running. So, And also thank you to everyone who contributes to us on Patreon. We really do appreciate it. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already so you do not miss an episode. And as we mentioned, if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. Make sure you tell everybody about us because we're cute and awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find everything we talked about on our website, tdrexplorer.com. And we're on social media everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
YouTube, Pinterest, all under TDR Explorer. You can find us there. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the food at all the Disney parks in Asia. And I'm, I'm Trish. Can I say something before we go? Yes. I'm kind of obsessing over your article of all the Disney shirts. <laughs> A lot of people are. Can Okay, if you haven't checked this out, go to TDR Explorer. Do you have a YouTube video too, right? Um, not a late, not the latest one, but... Okay, well, go to the TDR Explorer website and look for the article where Chris is talking about all the different t-shirts. And it's kind of epic, and you need to check it right now. <laughs> I'm Trish, you can find me at, uh, t- uh, at Dream Sweets Love on Instagram and on Twitter and, and stalking the t-shirt article <laughs> on the TDR Explorer website. Um, you guys, even on rainy days, uh, keep exploring. And we'll talk to you very soon. Bye, guys. Love you.